broadcasting on the BBC to all points unknown. If you're within the sound of my voice, you're listening to Welcome Home Podcast on the BBC. Thank you for joining us on episode 11 of Welcome Home, a Disney Parks and Vacation Club podcast. I am Tom, and I am here with Trevor and Damon, as always. How's it going, fellas? Doing good. Tired. (laughs) (laughs) You had a long trip, and I I know Trevor is excited because his trip is coming up soon here. Um, So, you know, we're going to talk about a couple different things today. We're going to say goodbye to a couple uh, of our old favorite rides, uh, you know, that just closed. Talk about some fun rumors. Talk about some things that uh, that, that Damon and Trevor are outraged about. A, a lot of me, though, this this podcast. <laughs> yeah, so. so if you enjoy Damon, this is a good podcast if for not, you. If not, Tom will put like a little marker in there. Bypass <laughs> me. You can go to like, you know, hour, you know, the first hour, you'll be good. You'll Ex- be exactly, awesome. exactly. And, and so. no offense, but I may actually mute you both at some point because I know you both been to Pandora, but. So, so Trevor, <laughs> what we decided was is that I'm going to talk around it. And then at the end, we're going to let you know when it's time to mute up. So you'll be safe through all of this. Not to worry. We'll give you a spoiler alert. I I guess I I mean, I like you enough that I won't like sneak one in there. But, you know, I'm going to do my best. (laughs) I'll I'll do my best. I'm going to get like a siren sound effect and, uh, you know, say spoiler alert really, you know, loudly. (laughs) And that way, everybody that doesn't want spoilers can can uh, fast forward the the podcast past that part. (laughs) But, you know, Damon, so you just got back. We'd love to hear all about your trip. Like I said, there's definitely a lot to talk about. So I'm going to kind of just go in the order of what I did. I think it's just going to make it easier for myself to remember everything. So I've been there last June, but Disney Springs is a whole different experience these days. There was a lot of things closed last year. It is huge now. I mean, it is just immense. And there is so many more places to eat. Oh my goodness. So we actually did a few different things, but my favorite is the chef Morimoto. He has a sit down, but also a street, a street food place, which was great. Now, again, part of this probably has to do with the fact that we don't get good Asian food where, you know, me and Tom live, unfortunately. But beyond that, it was just, it was really good. So we all did this kind of like the street food outside sort of thing, you know, eating. My other son ended up grabbing something at one of the Mexican places. Again, it was outside. But these were all in areas that were under construction previously last time they had gone because when i had gone to disney springs like i said there was a lot going on a lot of construction now a lot of it's opened and it's still not even done yet i mean the amount of food there and different food is just overwhelming overwhelmingly good at this point so that was a very fun part for us we we did that um we also there is uh there's i'll have to defer to trevor on this um what are the cheese curd gravy fries thing (laughs) <laughs> yeah, but it wasn't. Yeah, I guess. Is that what it was called? There's one of those places there, too. That was really good. Uh, let me see what else. The desserts well, were cheese, great. So so fries with uh, gravy and cheese curds would be poutine. Yes, poutine. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, that yeah. was that place was great, too. There's like this other place that, you know, again, these are kind of street sort of places. We didn't sit down in a restaurant at Disney Springs, which you definitely could have. And then there was like a sausage place that had like little sausage and all different kinds of sausage. And then there was, oh my goodness, it was, it was overwhelmingly good. Like I said, that, that was kind of our first part of the trip. And we also got our free watch. Tom, you yeah, insert so like some sort of crazy cool music there. <laughs> Where did you get the free watch from? What, what store I was that? I think it's Luxury of Time. So, so here's the thing. I'm a watch person in general. 
So you do have to sit, you kind of you know meet with somebody and try on some watches. That's the big thing. So yeah, it's a, a luxury of time. So what you actually have to do is, one, you need to have your new DVC member card. That's key. I had an old card, and for some reason, they don't really like that that much. Uh, the other thing is you actually have to try on some watches. I'm a watch person, so that was fine by me. Actually, I almost ended up walking out of there with a $600 watch that I wanted regardless. I had to kind of hold myself back considering it was my birthday anyway. And then after you try on a few watches, I'm sure the manager will come over and talk to you and try to get you to buy some watches. After all that, you fill out some paperwork, and then they hand you over this you know, DVC sort of watch, which... Again, it's nice. My wife wore it the whole trip, and you know, enjoyable. It's you know, it's not. Is it like a unisex watch, or is it like a no, no, no? You no, can no. get a male. There's a male version and a female version. No, there's one version, and it is definitely female. <laughs> <laughs> well, because the one you posted on there looks like it was kind of. Fe- it was on our Facebook. You posted a picture of it. Correct. And, uh, yeah. So, and and just for those of you that don't know out there or haven't listened to previous episodes, there's a giveaway going on right now, and it's I believe while supplies last. I don't think there's like an end. It definitely date on is it. a while supplies last. Yeah, whether if you go to Disney Springs and you go to any watch store uh, with any of your DVC member um, you just need to show them your DVC card and like Damon said that you you basically get a free watch I mean of course it's an opportunity for them to sell you stuff right so and I like I said I almost bought some there was some nice watches there that's for sure that that whole area now in general at Disney Springs feels a lot more um, upscale I don't know. It, not even upscale it just it feels like a lot more like I would buy stuff there if that makes sense like there is another store, and this is a helpful hint. I'm going to have a lot of hints this time. So there's this store called, like, again, I, I'm going to just mash it. So I'll just tell you. It's like Uni, and it starts, it's like Q-L-O, right? So whatever that is pronounced, I, I don't know what that is, but whatever that is. I have no idea. They have a store there as well. And what's interesting about it is this store has a lot of Disney stuff in it, right? Obviously. Um, but... The cool thing about it is if you're looking for, let's say, a shirt or something for even your kids, yourself, or anything like that, here's the cool part about this. If you go around to Disney Springs, you'll see a lot of shirts. They're usually in that, let's say, 24 to 30-something range You know, for a T-shirt from Disney, especially from the stores. At this store at Disney Springs, what's nice is there was some shirts there, Disney shirts. There was a very nice Minnie Mouse shirt that was really cute for my daughter, $14. Right. So that's a little bit of a, that's you not know, too bad. no, again, it's, it's a nice place to go if you're looking to pick up a shirt and, you know, you're a little bit more on a budget and the store was nice. It's very fun, you know, very enjoyable. Like I said, my kids liked looking in it. Did you go so, to the, uh, did you go to the Coke store? I did not go to the Coke store. Again, if Coke was free there, like it is in Epcot, that would be fine, but it's not. You gotta pay for it. <laughs> but I did see I did see that there was like a flight of different types of Coke on in the rooftop bar recently, and I was like, hmm, that seems interesting. But then again, I go back to I can get free soda, so that's okay. I, I didn't really worry about that too much. Um, it's so big now though. So it's so big that what ended up happening was we said, all right, you know, we're going to do the minivan. Let's figure out when we want to do it. And we were going to take it there. And then we're like, no. And then we got there we're like, oh, we're going to take it back. So this is how the process works. And again, Tom, I don't remember if you explained this. So you get the Lyft app, right? And then you have two things can happen. At the boardwalk where we were staying, there was a representative there that could have set up your Lyft to be you know ready for the minivans because you actually have to do a secondary step they were not there when i had downloaded the app so well, i the just secondary had a step step is just during like the trial right i think after that it'll be just because they're only doing certain resorts i think right 
And that could be that I'm not 100% sure. So I just had to call a number and they set it up and that was fine. Here's the problem. So we probably would have used it to Disney Springs, but I kept clicking on the button to get a ride and it just kept kind of pinging out there in rando land, not doing anything or saying anything. And then, you know, comes back and says, hey, no driver. So I didn't know if my app was working correctly. I didn't know what was going on. So I made another call and they're like, no, they're like, we just don't have that many drivers yet. So there's just no driver available for you. Okay. It would have been nice if there was some way explaining that, but there wasn't. That was fine. So then we get over to Disney Springs. We're like, ah, you know what? Let's take it back. So we didn't realize that Disney Springs, again, is so large now. There's an east and west. And in the app, I didn't realize you could actually select which side you wanted to get picked up on. Well, so we, Yeah. So <laughs> we ended up getting saying, oh, we want to get picked up on the east side, which is the side, I believe, again, someone will correct me if I'm wrong, I'm sure. So the side where the old buses used to be, because those buses are not there anymore. They're on the other side. And I don't know if that's permanent or not, but that's where the minivan driver came. Nice thing is they tell you what number minivan it is. You get the text. You say, oh, we're, you know, minivan number 40. Boom, bang, there you go. And unlike a taxi, you can sit in the front seat, which is great. Our driver was very knowledgeable. And what he had actually told us was is that starting next week, which will be this week, I guess, that they will they're hopefully opening it up to a few other resorts. That was what they've been told. So that I found to be very interesting that they're going to open it up a little bit more. The experience was very nice and you end up getting charged via your credit card that you have for Lyft, just so everyone is aware. There's no swiping of your Disney stuff, right? It's no scanning of Magic Band or room No scanning of Magic Band. Nothing. No, yeah, sense. so it went right to my credit card, which was fine. Actually, again, like like you said, Tom, I don't even, I have to go back and check to see, you know, how I was charged, but I know that that's the way it went. Cause I wasn't asked for anything else. It was a great experience. I mean, it took us when we hit the app and kind of made our way over there again, they're limited on their drivers now, but it was about nine minutes to get picked up, which I thought was great. Um, they had a car seat for my daughter. They were, you know, very nice. Again, like we said, they bypass, you know, everything that the taxis have to go through. And again, the staff at Disney is a lot nicer to them <laughs> as they're coming in, right? As they well should be. And our our driver was very knowledgeable <clears throat> on the resorts. He used to be a bus driver. He was explaining how he got the job and how hard it was to get the job. And that they actually had to know so much about the resorts to get the job. That was kind of one of the things he was saying with people that were picked. But he was very knowledgeable on, like I said, every piece of Disney you know, he was not as knowledgeable about the parks, which was fine. Again, you know, that was his forte. So it was a great experience at $20. It's tough, right? How often would you use it? At that? Like, is it worth once. the $20? Okay, so. I think I would use it once. I think that's kind of what I felt like. I mean, I used it because the podcast really, right? Um, would I have used it again? I, I don't know. It, it's It's, again, if you're planning for some, now where it would have been perfect, again, if you need to get to the park early, you can't do any better at that point. We yeah. had done the Typhoon Lagoon early surfing. This would be perfect. There's no ifs, ands, or buts. It would be perfect. And it's easy. It's comfortable, which I like. It was very comfortable. Um, again, they all have serious radio going on in them as well, right? Like it was, I'm guessing they have Radio nice Disney on. Probably they Radio Disney. They did not, actually. What? You know, the, the driver was listening to whatever he wanted, which was fine. But it was just like I said, I liked being able to sit in the front seat, which, again, doesn't always happen. So that was great. Um like I said, very enjoyable experience. Again, I would definitely use it, 
but I don't know unless there was some sort of unlimited minivan pricing, which again would be crazy talk, I think. But yeah, it would be difficult. I would use it once or twice here and there for you know unique opportunities. I don't see myself going, oh wow, that's a long bus ride back from the park, unless you pre-planned. You kind of know what I mean. I think you almost have to pre-plan that a little bit. Yeah, I I, I think that's really to me that's where the niche is for this as well is that it's not it's not that you know way to circumvent the buses or the monorail or anything else it's for the that you know that one time during the trip where you need to you need to make a connection that otherwise would be you know hopping between multiple buses or doing a round trip or whatever or, or like in your case just getting back from Disney Springs to your hotel quickly yes um but yeah i don't i don't see it um I don't see them, you know, ramping this up to a point where, you know, there's just minivans everywhere. <laughs> yeah, no, that's true. Yeah. So then yeah, it took us back of them around <laughs> to, to Boardwalk, which, Tom, I'm going to say is my favorite resort. Wow. Ooh. Yeah, I'm going to go out and say it was wow. my favorite resort. Not not really even a question. Now, I have not been to Yacht Club. It's up there for Club. me, too. It's up there for me, too, I, I will say. Um, I've not been to Yacht Club, but, uh, again, I've been to it a lot, and, and it was by far my favorite. I liked the food. Um, it was easy to get to the food. I thought that the boardwalk was very nice. There was a lot of free performers there. Again, very nice. They, the performers did a great job. What um, food was, did you get? We ate at that pubby place. We got the ice cream first, so we got the flights split it between the family. Ice cream Ample was very good. Yeah, it was very good. They were doing some construction on it, which, again, was fine, but the ice cream was very good. Um, we have a lot of good ice cream places where we live as well, but it was definitely on par with great ice cream. Which I think is good. We just and, did the flight, like I said, just to yeah. try a bunch. Do, of Did you understand flavors. what I mean? Meant by the egg crate thing now, where it was like <laughs> correct. Yes. Yeah. And um, they do have funky flavors there that you can't really find anywhere. So that's the cool thing, though. Too is that I would agree. There definitely yeah. was some different flavors. And then we ate at that place that, like I said, that pubby sort of place that's down there. Um, gosh, no, the, the the name's going to elude me. And it, it was it was good. It was it was tough. Like I said, we had been coming back from you know another vacation and this was just like a three-day vacation and kids were getting a little tired you know what i mean uh the big river grill and and, and brew that place that's where we ended up eating and it was good i mean it, it was good it, it was definitely not as good as some of my other you know epcot dining but it was definitely good so let's see so after we did all that then the first day we had epcot we it was that was my birthday i had my golden button um did you was, wear the button I, of course I wore the button. Did they acknowledge it? So <laughs> this is great. So I would have to say at least 20 to 30 cast members said happy birthday, maybe even wow. more. So that was great. But here's the kicker. I did not realize that you need reservations in Epcot. I just thought I could do whatever I want, right? So <laughs> we ended up going to um, the sit-down Italian, right? Cause you didn't do Viennapoli. You did uh, Tudo? Yeah, so we did judo, right? So we roll up there, 6.30. Like, hey, so yeah, we want to eat. The guy looks at me like, yeah, you're out of your mind. He's like, you know, all the reservations are, you know, like, we're booked up for the night. And then kind of looks over at the birthday button. He goes, you know what? We just had somebody leave early, though. So how about we just slip you in? Oh, wow. We're this way okay. old. You got pixie okay. dust. You got yes. pixie dust. Yeah, so th so that, was, right. that was great. Um, again, I had no idea. So... We ended up eating there, which the food was just was just great. They ended up bringing out free dessert for me again. Can't beat that, right? So that was always nice as well. That little okay. pin gets you so much good free stuff. Mm -hmm. 
Hold on, let me ask you because you've been going on about uh, your Italian back in Jersey. How was this compared to that? That's tough for me. So I, I want to say it's like a minute click down, but it was so, better okay. than what I've had in a long time. So that that's pretty good then. That's yes. I mean that says that it's it's pretty pretty good legit Italian then. It was. It was it was very good. The portions were great. The the atmosphere at that one I thought was very nice. I said a lot of food to eat and the cast member w- w- was phenomenal. So our waiter was um obviously from Italy, but the best part about it was is that, you know, he was talking to my daughter who has a very Italian name and, and she was very um appreciative of uh his pronunciation of her name. I thought that was great. So <laughs> and again, like I said, free dessert. They all came out and sung to me. You know, there was about eight of them that came out to sing. Did they know, sing happy Italian? Birthday. Of course they did. Of course. <laughs> so um, they said they sang you Italian happy birthday, is that Yes. Yes. That was nice. like I said, that That's was awesome. great. So though that was kind of my benefit from the button. But again, a lot of people were, were very nice and, and sang some very nice things. So I, I thought overall the button w- was good. And my wife said, Oh, we're gonna wear it tomorrow. I said, Of course not. I would never. It's not my birthday that <laughs> only my birthday that day. How, how so. did you like using the International Gateway? How about that for convenience? Yeah, I mean, we've used that before, though. So oh, that's because you stayed at Beach and Yacht, right? No, we have not stayed there. We used it before when we stayed. Where else could we have used it? Because we have used it before. Maybe going to Hollywood Studios? I remember. Maybe between the two parks. That's what it was. Correct. You're absolutely correct, right? Because you can use that from if you go from Hollywood Studios to Epcot. Yeah, you yeah. can get on the friendship boat. Yes. That's what we ended up doing. Um, I, I thought it was nice, though, from Boardwalk, you know, going in that back way. Definitely saved us some time. We ended up going right and doing Test Track. By the way, I loved Frozen. I was going to ask you I loved if you it, went to Frozen and what of you course. thought of it. Because I thought it was great. Yeah, I thought it was really, really good. Um like I said, you know, we have to bar spoilers for Trevor here, but I, 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 yeah, I enjoyed it far more than booked. I thought. Yeah. I enjoyed well, it far more than I thought. I, I was blown away by the animatronics on that ride, especially the Olaf ones, which just were like, it, it, it looked like Olaf was real. See, see, Trevor, this is not me. That's him. So that, no, that's see, not giving no, no, anything no, away. I, I, I've, I've heard that. I've, I've, I mean, <laughs> I, I can't read about Disney and not hear about. You know, yeah, the animatronics are amazing. I just don't want to spoil the visuals for myself. Oh, so. well, yeah. So then if we're just talking yeah. about animatronics, animatronics were absolutely amazing. Facial expressions, out of control. Like, just was so good. My daughter was in, in awe. Like, it was so good. So, again, we had a fast pass for that, so that was easy. Test track, we did no fast pass. That was easy, though. I think that was uh, 15 minutes. Again, not a big wow. deal. That's all right. Nope. And then we got to Universe of Energy. We all cried a little bit. There was people <laughs> hooping it up in that ride. Like and crying it was hard? Packed. No, not crying hard, but just cheering, oh, yelling stupid Judy. And it was <laughs> packed. Packed. Like I said, we almost had to wait for the next one. It was so packed. That's never happened. Wow. <laughs> yep. And... Uh, did Soren, which again, the family all likes. I, I'm okay with it. It makes me a little iffy. You know, makes you a little squeezy. Yeah, only if they, when you get over some of the stuff. You know, like overall though, very very good. I feel like the new one has a little more queasy moments than the old one does. I would like, agree with that. Yeah, like the new the new film, new has cameras like, and stuff. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah. It's, it's more realistic. Plus, there's like a couple more in that one, like of like the woo moments where you're like, you know, like you said, kind of going up and then down. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so anyway, so that was good. And then the next day was Pandora. Well, uh, hold on. Hold on. Before you get there, um, yeah. you did you go to the Disney Lounge? Oh, yeah. Thanks, Trevor. I forgot about that. <laughs> so the Disney Lounge is, is always wonderful. I drink so much free soda. It hurts. And that's a good thing. And, you know, they, and it's they, like the good, like the, or the Coke freestyle, right? Where you can yeah. just make whatever mm-hmm. you want. Yeah. Okay. So we did that. So, concoctions. <laughs> yes. Which is always fun. They came around with snacks. And of course, someone's always going to ask when the snacks come around. Don't be that person. They, they come around when they come around. And that's that. Right. So don't be you know, that person. Cause there's too many of those people. Right. I've still yet to be there when they brought snacks out. Every, when we go like multiple times we're there and I've oh. never seen snacks. And I've not been there once where we haven't gotten snacks. So but, I, I don't know. We're evening out snack wise. I guess. But Tom, you said you buy popcorn before you go up there though. Right. Yeah. So there's this really yeah. amazing popcorn right outside the imagination pavilion. That's like flavored popcorn. I'm they have like sour free. cream yeah. and onion. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. And I they got, have, like, go for free. Sorry. Yeah. That's good too. But I, I don't know if you guys saw, but the DVC lounge was actually extended through to 2018. 2018. Yeah. So that yeah. was, yes, that's but, awesome. But here's what I found interesting. So I get up there and again, just kind of chatting. Cause there's a lot of cast members walking around that look important that are not part of the lounge. It's kind of an interesting place sometimes. And I had asked, well, what are you guys looking forward to? And that, there a lot of people are holding off point wise and again I'm speaking in generalizations now please again generalizations and they're looking forward to the new one more than they said they've ever looked forward to a DVC resort and I so thought you're that talking about you're talking about the Riviera yes, yes. really so yep. so even the cast members are cast excited members. for that one yes and I actually like I said got one cast member to admit that he's holding his money until that one comes cuz that's where his next points are going. Which I oh. found quite interesting. That one's going to be a hot commodity, I feel like. Yeah, I kind of think like I'm going to have to do the same thing now. I, I looked at Copper Creek. I was like, "Oh, yeah, you know, oh, maybe I'll buy re, you know, resale points." And now I'm kind of like after hearing that, I might be all in on that one too. I'll admit I've been debating it too because i mean we're good right now with points but you know in a couple years when that one's getting close to done that that's a pretty high contender i think for our next spot so i thought like i said it's always a telling thing that someone from the dvc lounge that works there would would kind of uh infer that that's where they would like to be so i thought that was a good sign by the way i wanted to ask you how did you like the rooms at boardwalk and like the general feel of just the resort on the inside and everything oh absolutely great um we were far though um and and i don't care about that so i did not complain my kids love running in the hallways again before i get any hate anytime after eight o'clock there's no (laughs) running in the hallways and anytime before nine o'clock in the morning there's no running in the hallways but coming back at like six o'clock before dinner they love running in the hallway so again even though we were far i was still okay i i thought the room was phenomenal i I can't i can't say enough here's the funny part so we have that fifth person right so my dad gives me a cot to bring and i'm like oh man this thing is heavy like i don't want (laughs) to deal with this thing my daughter slept in the closet and she loved it there's a little closet um oh tom you were in a one bedroom or studio we usually do studios because it's okay. usually just the two of us. So. In the one bedroom, in the bathroom, off of the back, there's a little closet. 
My daughter slept in there and loved it. She would close the door and go in and read a book. And she's, all we did is we took the two pillows off of the chair and put them in there. First, we were going we to put her in the bathtub. because The bathtub was kind of big, right? So we maybe put a sticker in the bathtub. And she was like, oh, I don't know about that. And my wife was like, well, let's just stick her in the closet then. She absolutely loved it. So I thought what? the rooms were great. They're comfortable. TVs are super nice. Yeah, they're big. They're big TVs too. They are big mm-hmm. TVs. Uh, they worked extremely well. We ended up again. Just another hint that that I like to do. We ended up, like I said, going on vacation before, but we bring a Brita with us, and that way we can just use a Brita water filter. The pitcher. It's like twenty bucks on Amazon. We ended up bringing that with us, so we drank a lot of water, which was great. Uh, so, did you ever overall, do the refillable mugs? Have you ever done that before? Refillable mugs. You know, at the resort. You mean? Yeah, yeah. So, yes, like, the resort have. refillable mugs where you, like, go down into the snack area. But, it's again, them. it would have been a little far for us yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. And That's we, the only thing I don't like about Boardwalk is that area is kind of far from your room a little bit. But we've gone to this whole thing. And, again, I'm going to talk a lot about food and Pandora. But I go to this thing. I'd rather eat my calories than drink them. So we just went with water. And, like, again, for 20 bucks, we drank as much water as we wanted because we had the Brita filter. I mean, you, know, you can drink the tap water. It just doesn't tastes like Brita filtered water. So that's who we should have. We should have Brita sponsoring us. So there. <laughs> so that, that was Boardwalk in Epcot. So the next day was magic hours in the morning and at night at Pandora. So again, I have some interesting tricks for, for Pandora. And again, I can't I'm wait gonna... to hear what your thoughts about Pandora are. <laughs> do, yes. do I need to walk no. away for a few minutes? <laughs> no, because we'll talk about that later. So all right. what we ended up doing is we said, all right, we're not going to get crazy. We're going to rope drop and we're going to get there five, ten minutes before nine, right? Nothing crazy. And that was fine for us. So we got in, you know, we get brought over to Pandora. We had a fast pass for Flight of Passage. So what we decided to do is we're going to go on the river thing, just like we had talked about before. That was my game plan, right? On the river ride in less than ten minutes. Perfect. That's awesome. Yep. Come out of there and we see the line and I said oh well the thing says 30 minutes for flight of passage man we get over there and again it's not far we get over there and there's no way it was ever 30 minutes right we get over there it's an hour and a half already right from jump and like I said we had literally walked on to the Navi River ride gone over right after the land's not big so you know we're right there that was not going to happen especially since we had a fast pass so we went over and went and ate. And I'm going to talk about eating in a second at the canteen. But what I heard later when we ended up going on Flight of Passage is the following. And think about this for a second. And think about this time-wise. They, the cast members at Flight of Passage said that the way to do it is exactly how we did it. Even if your wait turns into 150 minutes for Flight of Passage, hit Navi first. Unless, and this all goes out the window if you think that you're trying to do Flight of the Passage twice in one day. So what I'm about to say doesn't apply for those people. But if you're looking to go on each ride once, or maybe even the river ride twice, but each ride once, you hit the river ride first. Do not get caught up in the craziness that is Flight of Passage because unless you are there as one of the first people in the line before rope drop, and you're talking like 7.30-ish, you're not going to get in there for at least an hour and a half anyway. Maybe an hour. Let's let's call it an hour. So now what you've done, you said, all right, well, I'm in and the ride's only, wait is only an hour. Well, if I want to get in earlier, I have to be there at 7.30. So now you've already burned an hour and a half sitting in, in front of Animal Kingdom for nothing 
per se, right? Because you're not like you're seeing anything interesting as you're sitting right. there. There's your hour and a half burned anyway. So I don't care if you walk onto the ride and it takes you 20 minutes to get on. It's really 150 minutes again. Why sit outside to do that? So then you're stuck because Navi River Ride is already going to be at 50 minutes. So they said, time-wise, if you're looking at strictly time and once a day for each ride, okay? That's strictly what we're talking about. You do Navi River Ride first. And that's what the cast members are saying, and that's what we also witnessed as well. So that's something to keep in mind if that's how you're trying to approach it. That being said, during the magic hours at night, you know, here's the thing. They don't make people leave. So the only thing is you can't ride the rides without your band. So Pandora is still packed, and the, the rides are still packed. So we never saw it drop below 150 starting at, what is that magic hours, 10 to 12? We didn't see yep. it under 150. Now, the Navi River ride, I think, ended up getting down to 45. And we said that we would go if it was 30 again because I liked it better than Flight of Passage. And, and me and Tom will talk about that later. So that's not ruining anything for Trevor. That's my personal opinion. And I'm sure that no one thinks that way because everyone I've talked to does not think that way. <laughs> but I'm okay with that. <laughs> but I'm okay with that. So yep. that's the, the way to approach it. And then you could definitely do a Navi River ride at 45 minutes later at night if you wanted to. Again, I, I, I couldn't stand in the, the longer line for, fast, for Flight of Passage again. But if you had a Fast Pass and wanted to do Flight of Passage twice again, that's where you would go first. But then it's at the offset of you know, standing in front of Animal Kingdom for an hour and a half and or losing out on Navi River Ride. So timing-wise, I think the best way to do it, and again, cast member approved, which I don't know if we're allowed to say. That's just what I was told there, um, is to do Navi River Ride first. So I'm going to see if there's any questions before I go into food because I'm all about food. <laughs> but so so you lo- so you love the river ride though you love I did r- river journey yeah. Again, no spoilers, but I would have loved it if I was the only one on it. A lot better. They do a good job at hiding you, right? But man, I could see like if you could ride that thing by yourself in your own boat, pff, crazy. So is that just because the the sheer amount of people there and no, it's just as you're on the ride, right? There's twists and turns, but you can see some of the other boats. It's like being on the it's perfectly like oh, being on I the see. safari, right? Okay. So when you're on the safari, every once in a while you catch a little bit of a glimpse of another safari truck, right? But it's the safari, so it kind of doesn't break anything for you. you. Just go, oh, it's just another group of people on safari. Again, it would have been nicer that way. But again, that's more my mindset. Like I could see riding that ride once, like kind of with nobody around and no other boats would have been even better. But I digress. I won't talk anything more about that. What What was your general feeling about uh, the, just the land in general, just like the floating rocks, the fl- I mean, the floating mountains, like how it all looked, all the plants, and then at night too. I would love so to yeah, we went back at night. I, I, it wasn't... I didn't think it was worth it going back at night. And I don't know if that's because people were a little tired, like we were a little tired. And remember, because they don't really close it down for other people, other people are there too. You, you don't get to see the bioluminescence by yourself or with just Disney people for Magic Hours because everyone can stay, right? So it was definitely packed. There's no doubt about that. Um, it was okay. I thought the land looked better during the day, to be absolutely honest with you. I think they did a great job. You know, the Imagineers did a great job. Um, but, but I thought it looked better during the day. The floating rocks are very cool. I mean, there's definitely some angles that it looks better than others. But I thought overall it's very nice. But it's tough to see 
a lot of the nature aspects with so many people there. So yeah. as it kind of quiets down, you know, or if you could, man, if you could get into that place as a small group, it would be phenomenal. You mean like for a, a Moonlight Magic event or something? Um, maybe <laughs> something like that, or maybe if I was just so important that I could like get in with like press at some point, you know, something like that would be kind of cool. Or, oh, you know, Trevor's going to get to do it on the Moonlight Magic event, though, right? <laughs> yeah, so I'll I'll let you know the difference. <laughs> yeah, that that will definitely be interesting. Um, yeah, definitely. So the other kind of helpful thing to understand is that there is the canteen, which is the place to eat. They do a breakfast, lunch, and I guess they do dinner. I don't know. I wasn't there for that. But it's a great place to grab a table and to kind of hang out and enjoy the land and take a little bit of a break. So we got the drinks right outside. There's a spot where you can just get the drinks that's actually outside. We did those. Thought they were very good. Uh, like I said, we really enjoyed the drinks. But the food for lunch was really, really good. And, you know, the the whole atmosphere of the canteen is great because it makes you feel like you're in Pandora. Like that was – it didn't take you out of the feel at all. And I thought that was the nice part about it. And the food was really, really good. So – Okay, so so obviously theming wise, it 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 wasn't like you know some places where you know it's all set up and all of a sudden you walk in and it's like a food court. It it felt like you were no. at an outpost in in yeah because Pandora what, what they've done is that they've set all the tables to the right and the food to the left, right? So actually, at one point it was a little busy that there was somebody like letting people in and out. Right. So the other thing what they do is they kind of try to make it, at least when I was there, that if you're not going there to eat, you can't just sit in there. Right. So you kind of <clears> almost have to have your food, um, especially during lunchtime. Now, we ate lunch super early. Right. So when we got there, it was the end of breakfast. So we sat down. So that's what I was going to say. If you want to make sure you get a table and you're OK with eating, obviously, a little bit of an earlier lunch, we ended up eating at 11. Grab a table at the end of breakfast because people are obviously leaving at that point. And then grab your lunch. And then you don't have to go through the whole thing of, you know, going up and getting your food, then walking to the area where the tables are and then trying to find a table because the guy lets you in. So there's somebody, there's a cast member there that only lets you in if you have food, right? So you can avoid that by going at the end of breakfast, kind of hanging out for a little bit. They also had free water there as well and some, you know, which kind of made it feel like that outposty type thing, which was kind of neat. You know, the big Gatorade things, you know, outside. That's what (laughs) we ended up doing. So we got there, I said, the end of breakfast sat at a table, relaxed a little bit, because again, it was a lot of walking already at that point, um, and waited until they opened up lunch. And what we did is we had our drinks from outside that we got the other Pandora place, brought them in there. That was all cool. And like I said, the food was really good. So really we, good. What food so did what you did get? you have? Right, so we had, we had <laughs> Jared, I had the same question. We both want to know. <laughs> all right. So we had both desserts. Um, I would say the blueberry one is better than the chocolate one, just because chocolate kind of just seems like well, I mean, chocolate normal. Yeah. The blueberry <laughs> one was really good. I actually had it twice um, when we went back, to be honest with you. And then everything is very healthy, which is really cool. So 
we got, I think mine was on like a sweet, I got chicken. It was on like kind of a bed of like chopped up sweet potatoes. So that's what it is. You kind of build your own stuff, right? So you say, okay, well, this is the protein that I want. And then you say, all right, well, what do I want underneath, let's say, this this protein, right? And you say, okay, well, you know, I'm going to have, you know, I think quinoa was there, I want to say. Um, yeah, I they have that, a quinoa option. Yep. And then there was also... Like I said, a sort of chopped up potato option. There was all different options and you kind of build your own and then you get to choose your sauce as well, which was great. I had, uh, I mean, I don't even remember what sauce I had, but it was so good that it, yeah, it was really good. Like I said, it was good for you, which is always kind of a tough thing to find sometimes, especially at the quick serve places, something that's really good for you. So it was great. I did not do the cheeseburger steam pod. I know that um, Trevor was interested in that, but yeah. you know. <laughs> The, the the bayo buns i guess i don't know if i'm pronouncing it right i'm probably not they were also at chef morimoto and they were phenomenal over there so there's no way they're not just as good uh, you know at uh the, the canteen so i really enjoyed the food there really really enjoyed the food there they said overall it was a great food trip we got our crepes in france like we always do which is always wonderful and that was my trip and, and i guess we'll we'll talk more about you know in-depth Pandora when we kind of get at the end so we can, you know, Trevor can put on his earmuff. So that, that's all I'll <laughs> say about that at this point. But did I, did I, you I, get a Banshee doll for your shoulder or did they not have them? They did. Um, and that area was packed. So they do that a little bit like the Harry Pond, Harry Pond, Harry Potter wand situation. So when you go into the store, there's a little Banshee area, which is themed up awesome right and then you get in line and then you kind of go through this whole thing and you can get your banshee they're cool and they had a ton of them and like you said there was definitely no uh worry about getting one that day but for the price if i had one kid maybe i (laughs) you know i mean even for myself i I was initially bought into the hype of it and then I I, when i really started looking at it it was like okay it's it's fifty dollars for a puppet it's not it's 64 oh even better okay taxes, so right? <laughs> yeah well, I'm I, don't, I don't even know if it's so... with taxes or not so that just all i know is that somebody said 64 and i was like okay so does anybody know if we get a dvc discount at that store oh i i don't know but this is the other thing i want to say i saved 150 dollars nice. i went through and did the math and was like wow this is the first time that have actually ever used my DVC <laughs> discount, I saved $150. I thought that was pretty good. So doing this go. podcast saved you $150. Okay, we could look at it like that. <laughs> All right. That's a Trevor. I'd like to say you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> but again, it was, like I said, that was great. Like, I never used it. I just, again, definitely because you guys talked about it and saved $150. So you definitely could save real money. Could have bought two Banshees at that point, in theory. Yep. Almost three. <laughs> <laughs> all right well that's it for me until we talk about it later tom well so, so was there anything else that you uh anything else around animal kingdom or epcot um you know besides the 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 things that you normally do that did you go on dinosaur by chance and of see course. the new dinosaur yeah I what was new about it though they just redid some of the things in it they made the they fixed a lot of the stuff that wasn't working as well i don't know and some it was new lighting and little it w- things it was um my daughter's first time on it which she closed her eyes the whole entire time <laughs> um, and she was mad at us, I think, for taking her on it. And then we did uh, Everest twice with her. And awesome. she was first time on Everest, too, right? Yes, that was her first time. She 
kind of liked it the first time and really liked it the second time. So that was good. I still I still missed the Yeti though. I'm sorry to say. Yeah, one day they'll they'll fix that thing. Did you did you do Mission Space? The new Mission Space? So I did not. We did a fair amount of walking and eating. I, I went into another store I'd never been in. So we did it very low key in Epcot. It was my birthday, so I was trying just to kind of you know I was I was given carte blanche to do whatever I wanted. So we we almost got talked into it, but my wife was the one that was like, no, I'm not going on it. And then it was like, oh, you know, she said it made her so sick the last time that it was like she couldn't even eat the rest of the day. And like we were all about eating. So we ate in China. We ate our way through all the country. Like We just ate a lot. So <laughs> it was like she was like, ah, you know, and I was like, well, I kind of understand what you're saying. I mean, it's my birthday. All I want to do is eat. And if I kind of throw that off. So we did a lot more kind of looking through the stores, shopping. And there's a new little interesting, man, I don't even know. It wasn't anime, but it was like in Japan. But it was like this own little section that had like some crazy pop culture stuff. It was almost like a museum sort of thing. I'd never been there before. I think I heard about this. It's part of the store. But yeah, they they just brought in a lot more pop culture stuff. Yeah. So like I said, it's, it's definitely part of the store, but it's in its own room outside yeah. like it connected to the store but you have to walk through a set of doors to get to it and there's this big piece of art in there as well which um again very pop culture-ish that was interesting so i did a lot of that so no we did not mission space and uh, uh that's kind of and did that you was do island more than once or did you just do the ones <laughs> no because it was so packed i couldn't do it more crazy. than once man crazy. it was I actually like, do you need multiple naps in the day or <laughs> i loved it and i tell you i'm still <laughs> upset it's going away because it did was you... the best show ever I, I saw, and I don't know if this is true or not. This is not verified by anybody. I just saw a video popped up on my YouTube that that purported to be the very last ride on, on uh, Ellen, the very, very last one before they closed. And it was showing that it broke down and that everybody yeah. was evacuated from the ride and the cast members just kind of let people wander around, which is like for me, I don't know about you guys, but that would be like the best case scenario for that, right? Well, I, they should only let people that like the ride do that, so you guys probably wouldn't have been there. <laughs> oh, no, I love that ride. What oh, are you talking man. about? Oh, yeah, I love that ride. Oh, oh, they do have, and this is, this is funny, so they have a shirt for the end of the ride, by the way. It's like, you know, Extinct 2017. It's like the awesomest shirt ever. <laughs> and there was one for the great movie ride as well, um, yeah. which I got them both. How's that? Did, oh, nice. you bought them both? Yeah. Yeah, because I would think it was like buy one get the other one forty percent off or something. I'm all about that. Well, that's, I I thought the merch that they were putting out for for those two rides were was really cool. Oh. I, I actually have have been like kind of having an itchy like finger on my phone. Like, should I buy it? Should I not? Because I really want to buy one of them, at least one of them. <laughs> oh, it was the both the shirts look great, and a lot of people were were rocking the um, great movie ride one. Does it just what what are those? Does it just says great movie ride on it, right? Then like that's a wrap or something. Something like that, yeah. Uh, the Ellen one, like I said, says extinct 2017. It's got some dinosaurs on it, of course. So they're really cool. You know, I, I think that's really it, like I, I know you you don't like the ride going away, but I'm glad that they're you know acknowledging it and they're letting people kind of get the T-shirts as their mementos of it. Yeah, because... I, I would agree with that. Yeah, like, it, I mean, it's smart on both ends, right? It gives people that last little bit. But, I mean, obviously, Disney's making money off of mm-hmm. the ride closing. So, so yeah, I mean, that that's cool. Yeah, definitely. That's great. Well, uh, this is actually probably a good time to take a quick break uh, for, for an ad here. Uh, so, we'll be back uh, back in a second. 
Hey guys, uh, as you know, I'm going down to Disney World in a couple of weeks and I've got a five hour flight ahead of me. I do like to read books when I'm heading down there and uh, I don't really have anything lined up. Uh, Damon, you were just down there. Do you have any good books you could recommend to me? So normally I do a lot of reading while I'm on vacation. This time around I actually didn't end up with a lot of time because we had a short stay at Disney. But I did have a long drive. So it actually would have been nicer if I was able to listen to something uh, during the drive time instead of just doing nothing, I guess. Well, I have good news for both of you guys then. And for our listeners, actually, because listeners of Welcome Home Podcast and you guys are now eligible for a free 30-day trial of Audible, which includes a free audiobook download. You can even download Neil Gabler's classic Walt Disney biography, The Triumph of American Imagination, which is a book that I've actually read in paper form and kind of wish that I would have had a free audio download so I could have listened to it instead. That sounds great. Um, For myself and our listeners, how can I get this 30-day trial? Yeah, that sounds like something I would like as well. Super easy for you guys to get it and for the listeners to get it. All you have to do is go to www.audibletrial.com slash welcome home. That's www.audibletrial.com slash welcome home for your free audiobook and 30-day trial. So just visit that website and sign up today. All right, we're back. <laughs> so, uh, Damon, was there anything else you wanted to say about your trip before we uh, move on and talk about some other things? No, I think I'm good. Yeah, I, I think that's. it sounds like you had a really good vacation. It was, like I said, it was a quick one, two days in the park, which was fine. Um, got to do everything I wanted. So, yeah, definitely a win. Awesome. Love yeah, it. you got to check out a new DVC resort that you hadn't been to before. And, and it sounds like you ate a lot of food. It's funny because in the po- I don't know if you remember this, but the last podcast you were talking about how you were on a budget this time. And it sounds like you just blew so, your budget right well, out of the water. <laughs> so this but is what didn't. I will say. <laughs> I... um. We had gone to Hilton Head the week before, and I did not stay at DVC. It was just we go every year to Hilton Head. And what ended up happening was I had spent a lot less money than I thought at Hilton Head. Food was actually cheaper there than I remember it, so that was helpful. But just so everyone's on the same page, I had actually put out a budget for myself of $300 a day for food. That is not with breakfast because we did breakfast, like I said, at the in the room. So that right. that was my food budget for five of us was three hundred. I only came close one night. Um, the other days I did not, and that's with snacks. That's with everything. Uh, that was with food and everything. So I, I was I was covered. You were also using your DVC discount too, though, right? Ah, so, yeah. So there's my hundred fifty dollars. Yeah, so there you go. Yes. <laughs> and hopefully you use it in the stores too, because I, I think it's still we still got the twenty percent in the stores going on at least I think until the end of September. Yeah, I ended up, yep. like I said, buying. I had to end up buying my shirts online because they did not have my size. I think the only thing left when we got there for the great, someone was actually trying to get shirts in front of me and they had an extra large. And I'm like, man, like extra large. It looks kind of big. I was like, and then, you know, my wife was like, well, and then the lady there was like, you know, they're online. You can order them too. And I said, oh, you know, but I don't like doing that. I just want to get one and just have it. But I looked at the extra large and I'm like, man, I got to really represent for Ellen. I'm going to wear this thing all the time. And an extra large is just not going to cut it. So I ended up just ordering a large online. And that's when I saw that they had the 40% off of you buy both. And I was like, oh, all right. Because you know, again, great movie ride for me was, you know, it's a ride. But mm-hmm. Ellen was, you know, something special. So I ended up getting the great movie ride because Disney talked me in with their 40% off. <laughs> so so that so their promotion worked. Uh, they I did. have one last question for you. Mm-hmm. Did you use mobile ordering when you uh, ate at the at the canteen? Nope, but it did pop up. So you just walk by and boop, would you like to order something? 
And I'm like, nah, I'm old school. Oh, wait. So it sent you like an alert based on your location? Yep. Yep. They Isn't can that, do that awesome? Yeah. <laughs> so we walked up. And, oh, do you want to order anything? I'm like, I'm old school. I'm going to go in there. Well, I don't know what I want yet. <laughs> th- that's actually a good thing, too. If uh, if you're a DVC or an annual pass holder, you can't use the online ordering yet. They haven't worked it into the app. So doing ah. the old school thing actually saves you money right now. That's true. Can save you money, let's say. Yeah. Yes, because I, I don't remember <laughs> at the canteen. I was not actually the one that went up there. I have this feeling like it wasn't, but I, again, someone will fact check us on that. Yeah, I don't know if that one, I don't think that one has a discount right now. I could be wrong. A lot of the quick serve ones don't, but there are some out there. Well, for, for DVC, I should say, but there are a lot of the quick serve yeah. ones that do for, for AP. Yeah. So. Oh, and, yeah. and we also, we have a friend that's just down there this week in training to be working at uh, Disney as a cast member. So that was also fun. Yeah. So he's doing as part of some college program after you graduate college. I guess guess you can go down there and work for six months. So that will be interesting as well. That's cool. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. Great. Well, I'm glad you had a good trip. Uh, We're going to talk about some other things here, and then we're going to revisit this a little bit later because... Damon's going to give us some uh, some even more things. I think you're going to give us in depth reviews of the of the rides oh, at yeah. Pandora. We don't want to we don't want to ruin uh, everything for uh, everyone and Trevor and uh, you know our listeners here too. So we're going to go towards the end here and give you guys a little alert uh, that something's going to happen. So um, so a couple different things we want to talk about. There's some odds and ends here. Um, you know, first of all, it was just announced. I don't know if you guys saw this, but that uh, Express Transportation, uh, the uh, thing that they introduced about I think it was about eight months ago. I want to say. Uh, where you could, you know, go bus to bus uh, from, I mean, you can take a bus uh, from park to park, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, and they were scheduled and it was like a a quicker way to get from park to park. They will be ending that uh, pretty much now. You know, when when you're listening to this, it's probably going to be done. Um, So my question was, you know, I I did it the one time and I thought it was cool. I I didn't see it lasting because, you know, I I think as I told you guys, it was just the two of us on the bus by ourselves. That's not sustainable, right? (laughs) So my question was, do you guys think that was a stopgap for the minivans? Like, they just were doing that just as a, a, you know, here's a service until we get minivans going? Or was it just something they tried that just failed? I think it was just an experiment, honestly, because it's a totally different demographic that they're going after. Um, minivans are targeted at people that are moving between resorts or from uh, a park to a resort still, um, still within, you know, the normal places that buses and everything else travel, but it's supposed to be an express transportation to your hotel. The in park express transportation was clearly just moving between the parks, which that's a very, very niche thing because a lot of people don't plan their days for multiple park hopping, even though, you know, park hopper is a thing. Um, I don't think it's as widely used as a lot of people think because to get around it, like, like, yeah, the, the express transportation gives you that ability to get around quickly, but nobody's thinking that way when like, like you're not banking on that when you're going into a park, you're not saying, well, you know, I'll spend my morning at magic kingdom. And then, you know, by one o'clock I'll be over at Hollywood studios. So, yeah, that's a good um, point. Cause it's not the express buses were, were really for AP and for people that park hop. And that's pretty much it. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I, like I said, I, I think it was, like you said, it was just a, exactly that. It was an experiment. It was something that they figured they'd try because I, you know, people, people say they like, they would like things and, and what people say and what 
they actually want when they're there seems to be two different things. <laughs> so <laughs> it seemed like a good idea at the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I almost wonder if when they raised the price on it, cause they did jack up the price, but it wasn't that much more. I mean, I think it was maybe $6 more for the multi-day per person. Um, I, I, I don't know if that killed it or if just, I don't know, just people weren't using it. I, I don't know. It just seemed like it wasn't getting used all that much and that it wasn't sustainable. So, yeah. So, yeah, mark that one as a failed experiment. (laughs) (laughs) A couple other things here. You know, we kind of talked a little bit about, uh, you know, about Ellen and about uh, Grey Movie Ride. Uh, I did see, I don't know if you guys saw this, but there's actually already, um, since the Grey Movie Ride's closed, they already have uh, art out uh, in front of the uh, theater in in Hollywood Studios for the new ride, um, which I thought was kind of cool. I thought it it looks pretty neat, you know, just kind of the way it's on there. And, uh, I don't know. I prefer it to the big giant construction walls that they normally have around everything. And, you know, with that, I, I saw some people commenting that, um, so literally like the day after great movie ride was down, they pulled down the marquees and everything. And they had this new, the, like the, the coming soon advertisement up for the, for the new ride. And a lot of people seemed offended by that, which I thought was kind of weird because, like you, you knew it was coming and I mean, Disney has been known to, you know, do things overnight. So I, I don't know what they were expecting it like to have like some weird memorial there where the, the sign was up for like a month or something after it was closed. So, yeah, it's, it's kind of funny to me because I, I feel like, and I, I feel like this with like a lot of Disney things where it's like, you know, we want new things, but don't change things. Like, you know, it's, <laughs> it's, it's the Disney fan wants both at the same time. Right. And so with this it's you know for the longest time they were people were like well disney takes forever to get these construction projects started they take forever to to get everything going to to, you know to tear down everything uh and i think they took that kind of criticism to heart and they like they shook up uh imagineering fairly recently and i think the goal was to get projects to move faster and i i definitely noticed that disney moves a lot quicker on things now it's not going to be like pandora with everything now we're you know takes six years for the the land to get built you know (laughs) yeah oh and but again you're also not talking an entire land you're talking i mean these are rides yeah (laughs) Yeah, these rides are they're single rides and they already have a plan for them i mean they've been talking about these like they announced it at d23 but i'm sure that it's been in the works for a long time in the background so yeah Yeah, they're they're not oh, wasting sorry. time anymore. <laughs> yeah, they're really not. And it almost seems like they build all this stuff ahead of time. Like they, they have everything ready to go. And then as soon as the ride closed, they destruct everything. And then they have everything ready to bring it in and, and get started. And they move as quickly as they can now. So, which I think is not a bad thing. I think it's, you know, a good thing that they can move quicker. But yeah, I, I, I'm kind of surprised by that kind of thing. You're right. Because it's, you know, who's surprised by it? They said it was coming. I, I know they didn't give a ton of lead time, you know, but everybody kind of knew that that was going to happen. So, so yeah, that's that's kind of something that's out there now. Um, anything else you want to mention about that, Trevor? Sorry, I, I didn't mean to interrupt you there. No, oh, no, no. That was. I mean, I, I think we're we're both kind of on the same page with it. Yeah, yeah. And I thought this was really interesting too. So, some of you guys might have noticed, uh, and, and I always kind of thought this was a temporary thing. And I, I don't know what you guys thought about this, but you know, once they started the construction for uh star wars land and for toy story land they kind of created a new little mini land at hollywood studios called muppets courtyard right there by uh, muppet vision 3d and uh you know that kind of and that little area where they turn pizza planet into um rizzo's uh, until rizzo's yeah. yeah uh which is great uh 
I actually, we actually walked around with those last time we were there. We didn't eat there just because, you know, that particular Disney pizza, not our favorite. But uh, the, the restaurant's cool. I mean, it's, it's, it, it's kind of got fun little details that are, are very Muppet-oriented. But anyway, so that little area was called Muppet's Courtyard, and now it's gone already. That happened, like, not that long ago where they renamed it. Now it's going to be called... It's going to be part of the new Grand Avenue, which we talked about last week. Uh, and so it's, it's going to be called the Grand Park, and the Muppets Theater is now called the Grand Arts Theater. They, they changed the... Mar- they put a marquee in, pretty much. Um, and so I saw a lot of people panicking online about this meaning the end of the Muppets at Hollywood Studios, and I, I just don't see that. No, because, I mean, what? why would they still be doing Muppets movies and and all that stuff, right? Like, it again, it, it kind of it does build into what Muppets is. And, like, if you look back to the old Muppet shows, is that they were they were put out as, like, um, like a variety show, but also, like, a like it was trying to be a Broadway show of some sort. So if you look at the area that it's in, it like, that's, that's like a Broadway street, right? Like it, so for them to rename it all as uh, like, you know, to, to put that whole theme together, because again, you know, if you've got, uh, if you've got uh, grand Avenue and then Muppets, like, like it, it, there's a line there, right? It, it, it doesn't gel well together when when you're you're kind of looking at this like LA or LA street and then all of a sudden it's like oh this is cut off and it's now there's now all this muppet yeah. stuff everywhere cuz exactly. cuz they really like before yeah they, like there's really a lot of um like, like they just kind of slap stuff on or well, I don't want to say they slap stuff on but like it like it was very obvious like like Kermit was everywhere you could see him as piggy and all that kind of stuff and and I mean that's obviously not how they want the land to be. And, and also, yeah, you know, people are, are worried that Muppets may go away, but you know, maybe in 10 years they may decide that, yeah, they do want something else in there. And if it's not labeled as Muppets courtyard, it's easier to deal with a generic name and change it into something else at that point. Yeah. And that's the, that's exactly right. And that's, I think why people are freaking out about it is because, you know, they put a marquee up there. So theoretically, yes. Could Disney change the marquee to be something else? Because the marquee itself doesn't say anything about the Muppets, right? It just says now showing Muppet Vision 3D, right? But it could, so yeah, Disney could easily change that at any time. I just, you know, it just seems like it would be really weird for them to spend all that time and money redoing that uh, restaurant into Pizza Rizzo. Uh, you know, and, and all that time that they spent doing that and then, you know, just turn around and uh, change that in a year or so. I just can't see yeah. doing that. You know, that just Disney plans it better ahead than that. So, but I, I can see there possibly being an update to the Muppets show. Because, oh, for sure. Uh, because, I mean, Muppets 3D is it's really dated at this point. <laughs> it needs an update. Yeah, it, it really does. And it, it went down randomly for like a couple week refurbishment a couple weeks ago. And actually, I think it might be going on right now. Correct me if I'm wrong, Trevor. I'm sure somebody will on our Facebook or on an email if, if I am wrong. But mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but I know it was kind of shut down randomly. What what I think is interesting, if if you like look at the geography of that park, it's kind of weird because you have Star Tours is going to be separated from Star Wars Land, which is weird to me. You know, you know what I mean? Well, it, so it's it's funny because my wife and I we have very heated discussions about the same thing in Disneyland because Star Wars is in the same situation there where Star Wars is actually in Tomorrowland in Disneyland and then um and then Star Wars Land is going to be on the other side of Frontierland. So it like it's it's a very large gap between them, but 
it yeah it i again i i don't know i don't know if star tours will actually stay around after star wars land is up because you're gonna have the millennium falcon ride which will be basically you know star tours on steroids so that's I mean, a, I, okay. First of all, I'm I'm sorry if I'm I'm like freaking anybody out or like you know <laughs> pure speculation from Trevor, <laughs> yeah. pure speculation. <laughs> but 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 yeah, this this has been a very heated topic in our house too. Is my like my wife keeps saying she's like they're gonna move Star or Star Tours. I'm like no no no, they're not gonna move it. They will just you know Star Tours will just go away and then there will be something new there. Well, you know it's interesting and and Damon, you probably wouldn't be sad to see Star Tours go, right? Because you you're like you, you you don't go on that, right? Because it shakes you up too much. No, I go on Star Tours. Oh, okay. I'm not I thought, you, I thought I'm not, you, I'm not you Tom. I go on everything. I thought you didn't like. The, I'm sorry. I thought you got motion sick on there. But I think I've said this before on this podcast. I always thought like it kind of makes me disappointed that they didn't figure out a way to connect Star Tours to Star Wars Land, where it's like if you got on the ride. You know, so like you get on the ride, and then the Star Tours ride. When you're done with it, you finish at the new land at Hollywood Studios. Man, and then you know, you get who, off you know who does that really well? I think it's Universal, right? Yeah, <laughs> and that's I, yeah. Well, I was you're totally say, right. That's the train, right? Yeah, and that's. I mean, but it's the same. It's the same idea. But how cool would that be if you got on Star Tours and then you get off at the end? And sure, you can still walk through the gift shop or whatever. But then it's like you're you walk right into this new land you just landed on. They should just make it so that the ride takes you to one of those, you know. Exactly. That would be kind of cool. But I but, again, just because just because you got me to mention Universal, I'm just because we're not going to talk about it though. <laughs> I just want to say that I was quite happy because our minivan driver also knew this as well. You know that they just bought 400 new acres in Florida. And I digress. Let's continue on. Well, yeah, they're they're a little separated from their uh, from their current land, but not that far. Maybe they would have a train ride over there. Yeah, maybe. I don't. I don't know. I did see that they did buy up some land. That but was, like, see, I didn't realize that they had eighteen hundred acres before they had a sell back in the day where they were, you know, re redoing their uh, financials. So oh they, yeah, yeah. They didn't buy back all they had, unfortunately. But four hundred, four hundred acres. And actually, this, here's an interesting. Again, I'm definitely side side all over the place <laughs> here. But I'm remembering things. And what my uh, Disney minivan driver was telling me about the new Universal area, he was saying that. He had heard, and again, I, I'm air quoting heard over here, that they're going to be doing a lot of, you know, high adrenaline type stuff over there. Like they, what he had heard was that, you know, maybe they'll be skiing over there. Maybe they'll be surfing that it will, you know, it may not be necessarily rides over. Not like a area. traditional theme park. type, Correct. Of thing, Something a little bit mm. different. But anyway, I digress. But yeah, so back to what I was saying before, I, I just, it, I wish... I think that would have been so cool to do that with Star Tours. And then you can, you know, you can make up some other way for people that don't want to ride Star Tours to get into the thing. Um, so I, I don't know. It's I, I'm just disappointed about that. But I mean, I understand it, too. It's not like they can move the whole ride or anything. You know, that'd be kind of a nightmare. Yeah. All right. So we'll, we'll move on. A um, couple other things. Um, we talked about mobile ordering briefly. So mobile ordering is going to be expanding to more restaurants uh, soon before the end of the year. Some places that they hadn't announced previously. So obviously this test is going very well. The one I found really interesting is that you'll be able to do it at Aloha Isle, which mean you, means you'll be able to pre-order your Dole Whip from your phone. Really? So so Aloha Isle is the one inside of Magic Kingdom, correct? Yes. Okay, so what you're saying is that when I get in on Main Street, I can have it waiting for me by the time I get to Adventureland. 
Theoretically, yeah. Okay. <laughs> and then on my way back out, I can get another one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, that's that's the way to do it, right? So. Yeah. No, that, I mean, that that's actually surprising, though, that uh, because that that's a fairly small place. Like, it's, it's not a... Well, it's a small stand, but, I mean, it's very concentrated what they do. Yeah. But... I mean, obviously, they're they're probably doing enough uh, throughput on Dole Whips that they can justify it. I I mean, I guess that makes sense. Yeah, I, I mean, it's and it's probably not that complicated of a system. I mean, I, it's probably you know more or less a, a, a screen and a you know some sort of a setup basically where they can receive the orders. Right? They just have to have a window available where you could pick it up. I'm, I'm sure it's once they got it implemented, I'm sure it was pretty easy to do, you know? Yeah. And, and this is exactly as, you know, once they've kind of gotten through the pilots, it's just, you know, taking that same thing and dropping it in at multiple places. So yeah, I, I think you're going to, you're going to see it ramp up very quickly once they've gotten past the initial test phases here. Yeah. And I think that's not a bad thing. I, so for me personally, because I'm picky uh, with my food and like, I almost always have some sort of special order where I, you know, don't want something on whatever it is I'm ordering. Uh, it's great for me because I can make sure that they're going to get my order. Right. Cause I can change things myself as opposed to trying to explain myself to people. So I, I love it. Um, but you know, I, I understand why some people are, you know, like Damon, you said you're old school. So <laughs> not only that, but I just don't, I don't know what I want until I get up there. I don't know. Sometimes it's just easier that way. You like to make like game time decisions when you get to the menu. I, I like to make game time decisions. Yeah. Especially because sometimes what will happen is right as you're up there and you'll see someone leaving with something. You're like, whoa, that looks kind of good. You yeah. know what? That, that's a really good point. I didn't even think about. I'll, I'll admit <laughs> I've changed my mind at the last moment before because of that. Yeah. I've done that too. So I, I think that's a good thing. I think it's cool that you'll be able to order a dull whip. Um, Really small thing here. Whoa, uh, whoa, this is not small. This could be the biggest thing we talk about today. <laughs> so, no, 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 not the soaps yet. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was going to say, that's going to be the biggest thing we talk about. I was just going to mention that One Man's Dream in Hollywood Studios is turning into Walt Disney Presents, and it's going to house models from the new lands, which I would actually check out if I were going to be there I would agree. the lands open. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like that kind of stuff, so I think that would be kind of neat. At least they're not getting rid of it, so that's good news. I might see if I can get you guys some pictures when I'm there. Oh, that'd be great. We would love those on our Facebook. Yeah, or well, I I do have access to Instagram as well, so maybe you'll nice. see them on there. Yeah, I'm like anti-Instagram. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's talk about the soaps because you guys want to talk about the soaps, and I, I'm actually in disagreement with you guys on this. So wait, um, how, how can you be in disagreement? Because me and Damon are in disagreement. Oh, okay. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were. I thought you were agreeing with Damon. Oh no. Okay. No, so no, maybe no. I'm in agreement with you then, Trevor. Um, so Disney, uh, there's a rumor going around, and it's not necessarily rumor. It's not rumor. We've seen pictures. Well, it's so happening. we've seen pictures. Yeah. It's happening at value and moderate. But, and resorts. I've heard we this don't... has happened before, by the way. Has it? Yeah. I, 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 I had never. Seen I've it. heard it's happened before, and they went away from it because of issues. But that's just now. That's definitely some you know rumor that I can't confirm or deny. Well, so the only reason I'll say that it's rumor is because we don't know if it's going to be happening outside of the value and moderate resorts. And so just for everybody out there, um, you know, you normally you get when you go into your your Disney hotel room, they have the uh, the little soaps, you know, the little like every hotel room where, you know, they have the individual containers of soap. And, uh, you know, you can take those with you if you don't use them. Now, me personally, I I bring my own soap with me. So we usually end up bringing that stuff home like we never use it when we're there. Um, and so Disney's noticed this, I think, and has decided to replace those with in-shower large bottles. 
instead of you having the takeaway ones when you're in the shower, you'll be able to pump them out of pumps that are in the shower. I think this is great. Um, Horrible I know, idea. But da- I want to hear Damon's thoughts on it before I go into Horrible my idea. Well, well, first, there's so many things that could go wrong. And I think they'll end up losing money because here's the thing. I'm going to just bring a bottle and pump to my heart's content. And then it's like I don't even have to go to the store and buy anything. Right, that's the first problem. That's the the, the, the most upfront problem. Is, so you're the, saying you're still going to steal it anyway? <laughs> well, I, I wouldn't steal, but I'm saying if if that's what they're trying to accomplish, the people that are taking the extra stuff anyway, this is like wow, this is like Christmas for them. They're just going to bring empty bottles. They're going to go to the dollar store, get empty bottles, and just go to town. Right? That's what I think, and I think maybe that's one of the reasons why they stopped it before. The anti tampering tops. Mm, okay, but like people say, like you're still washing your stuff and touching the top of them, right? So there's a lot of things that if they didn't get cleaned, I could just ah yeah whatever, right? Like you know, because you know they're doing the sheet, so that's easy enough. But certain things like the remote, you wipe in. Man, I, I just. I don't know. I don't like it. And I said, I don't think it's going to save them money. I think those things are going to get broken because people are going to pump too hard. Something's going to happen. They're just going to go crazy on them. And I think they'll end up breaking. And like I said, I think people will just steal a bunch. That's my take. Well, that's true. Trevor, go ahead. I'm sorry. Sorry. Uh, My mic was acting funny again there. But no, uh, I mean, I, I do get your point about, you know, it being sanitary and stuff, Damon. But I mean, my I'm on the other side of this of, you know, yeah, like Tom, I do bring my own soap. Um, but also, you know, from an ecological standpoint is w- when you look at those little tiny bottles that they give you, how much plastic and how much um, like like how much do those things get reused? They don't. Right. You know, they they get used there one time and they get thrown out. So. Mm. I, I mean, may, maybe for some people, I mean, we actually use them. So when they're done, we'll use them to go on other vacations that are not Disney. They're perfect size to fill back up. Right. But, and, and, you know, for like, good for you. Absolutely. That you're doing that. But I'm pretty sure that most people don't do that. And, but, and but, even for myself, like I don't even take the soaps in the room. I just, I usually kind of look at them and go, Oh yeah, cool. And then leave them there because I, I would just rather not waste them. Myself. But what about if, if they could figure out a way to to not make them like make them biodegradable instead? Like you know that that I could see is a better angle, right? We have paper straws now. You mean, I don't know. You know, maybe maybe they need to. You know, uh, have you ever used like those um, like the the laundry detergent pods? You know, where it's like a little mm. compact thing, and you throw it. You just yeah. throw it in, and the the casing around it dissolves. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> then all the people that take them are going to be in for a big surprise. Yeah. But I well, guess you're right. So if they did it just at value and moderate, right, which we're really talking about, that is the most amount of people from an ecological standpoint, right? You're saving the most of your plastic by hitting those up yeah. personally. And saving a lot of money probably too. I mean, I, again, I don't believe in this money saving because I believe that people are just going to take them. <laughs> They're just going to squirt, 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 squirt. I could spend five minutes squirting and then just be set. But that's yeah. Go ahead. I, I was gonna say, you know, ultimately, it like, yeah, the 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 total cost of these things is not around the the container. Like, the plastic itself is cheap to to mm-hmm. manufacture. It's yeah, the product inside. So yeah, I guess you know, if people really want to empty these things and bring their own containers, which you know people will, you do oh, understand yeah. that you know people will. Yeah. 
And well, it, you know, maybe maybe this is also going to lead into something where you know, if people like this soap and the, their their product so much, they'll have it on a shelf where you can buy it on your way out. You can. They do. So they do. there you go. I mean, the, the, but that makes it worse because if I see it for thirty dollars, but I can pump it for free in a dollar container, free free for the cost of a night in the room. Yeah. Well, well, think about it, right? I've already paid for the cost of the night of the room. True. Yeah. So it's already, <laughs> again, and let's just say I'm going to devil's advocate you, right? So if we're talking about saving plastic, I mean, if people bring their own plastic to pump it into, you know, and they, or they pump it all out, then you even have a bigger bottle you got to recycle at that point. I, I well, don't know. Yeah, but I, I don't, how many, so I probably <laughs> wouldn't do that. So yeah. like, I, I wonder but, but like you might be in the minority, I think. I, I don't know. But so for me, I like, have this you been the, to a value resort? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. I actually, before I was DVC, my wife mm-hmm. and I always stayed at um, one of the all-star resorts. Uh-huh. That's where we exactly. Stayed with us. Th- yeah. Think back at those, think back to those times, my friend, and then tell me that people aren't going to do this. Think uh, back to those you know, times. Okay. That's, that's a fair point. Uh, <laughs> all right. So I think that's enough talk about soap. Um, let's talk about some. I mean, it's never really enough talk about soap, but. <laughs> I mean, you know, it, it's an important thing, I guess. Uh, I, Listen, if they take it away from DVC, I'm going to pick it. I see. I'm going to wear a special wristband. <laughs> oh, man. Um, I'm going to do a lot of stuff. Here's it, what, here's what I think is will interesting. Will it be made out of soap? <laughs> <laughs> I might. A soap wristband. I like it. Um, I mean, do you think they'll do it for the DVC or the Deluxe Resorts? No. I can't see them doing it. I don't think that. so. Mm. But again, what's going to happen is those DVC people are going to be like, well, why can't I fill up a bottle of free soap like they can at Value Resorts? So I don't know what's going to happen. You know that you've seen the boards. You've yes, seen the Facebook pages, right? I've actually been I, surprised that I, some people are very in favor of this, actually. I, I'm surprised. You know, I, I'll wait and see. Yeah, because they're, they're thinking that they got free bottles of this stuff. Yeah, I'm in favor of it, too. Sign me up. I got eight bottles coming. Yeah, so, so one, they're not going to let you, like, unscrew the whole bottle from the wall. But I'm waiting to see how long it takes before somebody attempts to rip one off a wall. And that may, you know, decide whether it's a good idea or not. And, and, and please, <laughs> you know what I'm looking for? Please, someone that knows... Let us know if this has been tried before because I, I the, the web has been telling me it's been tried before and failed, but that's the web. So if someone really knows, that would be interesting. Yeah, yeah I'm not too sure about that. I, I feel I read about it years ago, and, and, and I think that the reasoning behind why it didn't work was that the, the, um, the dispensers were subject to breaking down very easily, and they got to a point where they were so gummed up that – that they just stopped working after like a couple of months or something. So they went back to the, to the mini soaps. I told you we're never done with soap. You're never done. With talking <laughs> just when we soap. were going to move on. Yeah. Uh, sorry. <laughs> well, no, no, All no, right, it's but, good. No, I, I started this. So it was my question that got us continuing. So <laughs> anyway, uh, so this, uh, this next rumor we're going to talk about, is kind of a crazy one. It's false. I, I, I just feel like it's false. I <laughs> feel, I feel the same way and I feel like it's not based on a lot, but we still got to talk about it anyway. Cause I think it's an interesting thing. So uh, those of you, and it, by the way, there are some, some of the really, really reputable rumor sites for Disney are not reporting this. So it makes me even more think it's not true. But um, anyway, there's some rumors and rumblings that uh, Disney's, even though they just did all this work on, on um, Pandora, that it, they're going to, they're getting ready to uh, do a complete retheming of Dino Land USA, uh, the midway area that's over there, uh, you know, where all the games are and the, the roller coaster is. And, uh, you know, the, do you ride that roller coaster? I do actually. Yeah, I do. I like that one. Okay. I love that one. But, yeah, but you won't ride the other ones. I mean, even that, so that weird. Was, like, that's not like, that bad. <laughs> if I had my choice, Trevor, between that and Space Mountain, which one? 
one's more roller coastery? Uh, space because no, I don't think so. <laughs> well, the it's other one doesn't dark. have like it's a wild mouse. It's, it's, it's not a full on coaster. Yeah. yeah, it's got some dips though. It's got some drops. Yeah. Though. From everything I've seen about Space Mountain, though, too, like just watching videos. Everything I've the... seen. This guy's on a DVC podcast. <laughs> he has to say from everything he's seen. Yeah. No, it just it seems like they took a wild mouse roller coaster and just stuck it in the dark. I mean, for Space Mountain, right? It's not all that. I mean, without the spinning, obviously, and the yeah, you know. Well, but it seems like it's, it's kind of like that that very small. I, I would I would track. I would agree to that comparison. So again, that leads me to the the, the point of why are you not been on it yet? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> What were you going to say, Trevor? I, I was going to say, tech, technically, it, it's a it's a steel tube the same way the Matterhorn is, and if the Matterhorn is actually the outside version of Space Mountain, and it it does not feel like a wild mouse. It's it's got a way different feel to it. So, well, that's that's a so that's a, a valid point. But I mean, plus being in the dark and having all those things moving past you make you feel like you're going faster than you are anyway, right? So, yeah. I, I I guess for for me, my big thing is I like to see where I'm going. That's that's my issue. Like I would totally ride one hundred percent ride Space Mountain in 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 like if it was completely lights on, one hundred percent. No, <laughs> you can't do that. <laughs> and it's not like I'm afraid of the dark or anything. It's just I I like to know where I'm going. That's all. I, so kind of kind of sounds like that's being afraid of the no, dark. But that's just me though. But, no, but you no, do no. know where you're going. You're going through space. <laughs> that's yeah exactly <laughs> but anyway we're getting off track here yeah. so, uh, <laughs> all right so dial on so, usa <laughs> yeah so dial on usa where the midway is um where primeval whirl is the the roller coaster we're referencing and also uh, the triceratops spin there um and also dinosaur is part of that as well um so the rumor is that they're going to retheme that area to an indiana jones themed area where they would take dinosaur which is already, for those of you that don't know, the, the track layout of Dinosaur is actually a, is the exact same track layout as the Indiana Jones ride that's in Disneyland uh, that uses the same ride system. So it's the same track layout. It's just a different theme on the inside, obviously. And so the, what the, the rumor is is that they're going to retheme that ride to the pretty much a clone of what is at Disneyland. And then the, the Midway area would turn into there would be an e-ticket attraction that they would put in there. Uh, a brand new ride, supposedly like a roller the roller coaster, coaster from yeah. from Paris. I, so I didn't even know this existed. Yeah, so there's there's a Indiana Jones roller coaster at Disneyland Paris that it looks awesome. Yeah, it actually does look pretty cool. The problem, mm-hmm. I mean, it's old at this point. Not, not for <laughs> not for Tom, but I, I mean, yeah. Trevor, it looks really cool for us. Yeah, it's it's a cool looking roller coaster. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> um, I, does that have a loop in it? I think it does. Um, I don't think no. so. I thought they, it did I, no. for some reason. No, but. So the rumor was is that 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 might go into that area. Um, I, you know, for me, I don't think that this is true for a lot of reasons. But the number one reason is I just they push the animal theme so hard at Animal Kingdom that you know I it just doesn't fit. It doesn't it doesn't fit at all to me. No, it doesn't actually. <laughs> like you cannot shoehorn that in there at all. And, and I don't know, Pandora was shoehorned in there. Let's be honest. I, no, I disagree with that. It, it still has a theme more of, you know... More to come later. It, well, it, it still has that theme of, you know, like, preservation and, like, appreciation mm-hmm. of wildlife and all that. And, yeah, Jones is entirely a fantasy, like, adventuring relic hunter thing. And that's why it's in Adventureland in Disneyland. Um, the other thing that I would like that to add to your, to your reasoning behind why this won't happen is... Um, so, it, again, this is just in my mind. When I look at each of the parks... And and right now, Toy Stories is down because it's being, or, or Toy Story Land is down. But each park 
has a kitty land basically so they like they have a place for the younger crowd to go and to to be able to um you know have rides that aren't necessarily as intense or anything and that's what dino land is in animal kingdom so you know for them to rip that out that that's kind of a big thing in my opinion yeah and i so you know just to I agree with you completely. And I I also, you know, part of why I think that Pandora does fit is because there was always supposed to be animal kingdom was supposed to be about, uh, creatures real and imagined. So there was always supposed to be a fictional kind of, you know, and I've I've brought this up before. And this is kind of one of those things that a lot of people know about, about beastly kingdom is was supposed where Pandora actually is. It was supposed to be this land called beastly kingdom where there was going to be dragons and all sorts of mythical creatures. So I, I guess for me, you're, I, you're right, Damon, that it is a little shoehorned in there, but I do, I'm okay with the way that they presented that. I feel like Indiana Jones is just like in no way fits whatsoever. Why? Why? Because when he goes on adventures, he's like in like the jungle or like, you know, yeah, <laughs> it's just, it's just, it, it's got no basis whatsoever. So I don't know. That's what I, I think I, about it. I, I mean, what's Cali river ride? Uh, it talks about, what is it? There is something in it's North deforestation. Africa. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. Okay. You're supposed to be it, it, that that whole park. The whole theme is conservation and taking care of the environment. And it's you know, not clearly written out, though, unfortunately. And even Dino Land does have a theme around it. It's just not clearly written out. <laughs> yeah. So the whole idea so, behind Dino Land is that you know a bunch of the archaeologists that were digging things up there, you know, they were spending all this time living there, and they kind of created their own little area. So they have you know Restaurantosaurus. It looks like a you know, it's got that little uh, what do you what do you call it? Like RV thing in the back of it. <laughs> so uh, well, actually, you kind of have it half right. Um, yeah. So so what the theming was is that you so you had all the archaeologists and and everybody there for the dinosaurs, and then what Restaurantosaurus and Dinoland is supposed to be is that um, it's kind of like you know there was somebody that owned a gas station down the road mm-hmm. from where they were doing all the archaeological stuff, and they realized that they could make a quick buck off of off of what the archaeologists were doing so they started setting up all these like like roadside attractions and that's what Dialand is supposed to actually be a mock-up of roadside attractions as you find them driving around like like the usa so yeah and you know you're totally right and a lot of people for whatever reason do not like that area i like it i like the midway games i like you know i just i like the style of it i like that it's silly um I get why some people don't like it because the the rest of Animal Kingdom is so heavily themed and so, you know, immersive when you're walking through Africa, you feel like you're really walking through an African village. You know, I get that. And and Dino Land just kind of sticks out like a sore thumb. But I I feel like Indiana Jones would stick out even more like a sore thumb. But that's just me. I I don't know. There there have been rumors, too, that of putting that Indiana Jones ride uh, where uh, the Indiana Jones show currently resides at Hollywood Studios. That, that's that been a rumor for a while, too. Uh, so, I mean, it seems like it might happen at some point, but who who knows where. Um, but I just think it would probably fit better at Hollywood Studios than it would at Animal Kingdom. So I don't think this one's going to happen, personally. I don't know if you guys are feeling like it's going to. Or no, not. it's... It, yeah, it, it, this just... It doesn't... Like, the the area doesn't seem right nothing about it seems right to me like like 
if, if I was going to put indie anywhere, yeah, Hollywood Studios would be the next choice if I couldn't do Adventureland. Um, Animal Kingdom is like, yeah, that that's pretty it's far like the removed. last park you'd put it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it's a tie for Epcot. Like, I wouldn't put it in yeah. Epcot either, but yeah, it, like, the, yeah, Animal Kingdom and Epcot are the last two places I would think to put indie. You could definitely make it work at Hollywood Studios or at Magic Kingdom, but not those other two parks at all. So... So anyway, um, so basically, uh, we can we're gonna wrap this up a little bit, and uh, Trevor's gonna jump off <laughs> <laughs> because we don't want to ruin anything for Trevor's trip, and we're gonna talk a little bit more. Just Damon and I are gonna talk a little bit more about, um, you know, Pandora and what his thoughts were. And so this is your spoiler alert. Uh, you know, jump off the podcast if you don't want to hear uh, details about Pandora. So, all right, so let's talk more. More Pandora. Ah. I, again, I, I'm going to go with what I said before I went there. Flight of the Passage was just a big video game, and it was underwhelming. That's it. I'm going to let that float out there. How's that? I, I, I'm just surprised. You don't even know what to say I, to that, No, do I don't, because it's, it's, you know, it's so many. Everybody else just feels like it's so overwhelming. I mean, I've, I don't think I've been on something like that. L- listen. But here's the first thing. The glasses, they, they need to fix them because they don't stay on your head. See, I didn't have okay? that issue. Not only did I have that issue, my wife had that issue, my kids had that issue, everyone had that issue. <laughs> That's the first thing. So the problem is as you're kind of going up and down and moving around, if the, if you're holding your glasses on your face, it doesn't work, right? So that's the, that's the first thing. They need to do something with that. Again, this the, the graphics are... You know you're in, uh, I mean, a movie, a show, a video game. I mean, it was okay. This is what I told my wife. I said, give me an Oculus Lift. I mean, excuse me, an Oculus Rift. Have a fan and spit on my face every once in a while. I could do Pandora. <laughs> it's so different, though. But what's really so different about it? I mean, it? you're not you're not moving around with it. But you you're not, you know, you don't have the but soundtrack that's the thing, to right? it. You know, it's it's a whole different thing. But, but an Oculus Rift game gives me pretty much that whole experience. I mean, there's a game for PlayStation 4, 4 called Flight. It gives me that experience minus the wind and some sprays and, and, a, and aromatherapy machine. <laughs> I, I don't know. For, for me, and again, I love the Navi River, right? Loved it. Loved it. Thought it was great. Thought it was immersive. That's what I feel like Disney should be is about that immersion of the physicality of that river ride. Right, it wasn't made up like I could again, not that I could, but if I could reach out and touch that stuff, I kind of could. It was right there. I, I thought it was great. I wish it was longer. I could have ridden that ten times in a row and probably not seen everything I wanted to see on it. I just thoroughly enjoyed it. Like I said, the problem that I had is is that you know seeing the boats in front of me, and I know they can't do much about that, right? Because they're trying to get no, people yeah, through no. it. I thought it was pretty. Intimate, I get that. though, considering how small the like the boats were pretty small. I thought. You know, yes. you can't fit too many people on the boat, so that made it a little more intimate. But, yeah, I know what you mean. I would agree. Um, but but overall, I enjoyed that more than Flight of the Passage. Flight of the Passage was an interesting thing, but that that's where I think that should have been. A, that's something that should have been a Disney quest. And listen, I, I, it was immersive, sure. It was interesting, okay. But, again, I feel like I could replicate that um, in my house, honestly. That's crazy talk, yeah, I know. It's, but I, it's, I mean, but like saying that, like you could, so then you could replicate Star Tours and you could replicate. Oh, definitely. <laughs> okay. 
Definitely. So you just have a problem I mean, with the, the, the general simulator, any simulator you feel like you could just replicate now. Uh, again, not that we truly could replicate well, yeah, it in course, the house, right? But I, I think that you're, you're, you're getting close enough that that distance in between really is the smell and, you know, the movement. Um, well, and do, do, you know, the, did you feel on your legs the breathing? You know, like how I, I felt that was totally unrealistic. That did not feel like that oh, at really? all to me personally. No, I, I felt like leather bladders. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, that's again. That was my take. I knew going into it that I wasn't going to be overwhelmed. I thought that the walk up area was far cooler. I thought that the linking to your avatar was super like cool. all the, the three pre shows that there yes. are pretty much. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's, those I thought cool. they were awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, but overall, the ride experience, it was, uh, it was all right. <laughs> you know what amazed me about that ride, actually, more than anything, is when, when, uh, when you first got on and there's a wall in front of you, and uh-huh. then all of a sudden there isn't. And it just kind of the way the ride starts was surprising to me. Um, because yeah. it's all of a sudden you're there. Like, I, I don't know. It just was kind of surprising. And I didn't, you know, it's funny. I didn't even realize there was people above and below me until after oh, I, yeah. you know, got off yeah, the ride. I looked over. <laughs> I didn't even yeah, know. Yeah, I looked over once and I was like, oh, wow. They're, they're like, there's other people right there. It's like Soren, yeah. kind of. It feels like, it yeah. doesn't feel like Soren, though, because you're so isolated no. in like your little capsule, you know? It doesn't mm-hmm, feel like mm-hmm. there's other people around you uh, also experiencing this at the same time. But, um, yeah, no, I, I, I really loved it, but I, you know, I, I, I understand your criticisms of it. So <laughs> you still enjoyed it. Yeah, you just didn't. I still enjoyed it. But if you were to ask me, and, and again, would I wait and, you know, 150 minutes for it again, which I know some people would and did. No, I don't know if I'd wait. No, not really. For any, I don't, I don't think I'd wait over two hours for just about anything. Me personally. That, that I would agree. Again, it was definitely interesting, but it would have been interesting to me more if we didn't have some of the breakthroughs we've had in VR, right? Like if there was no PlayStation 4 VR, which is, you know, kind of brought it a little bit to the masses. I, I don't know. That's my, my feeling on it. But it was it was good. It was good. Like I said, the, the whole area is themed well. I thought Pandora in general, the theming was great. I thought the way that you kind of have all these different you know, paths to get to the same thing. Now, here's my question to you, though. When you were there, did they have the cast members have to lead the people waiting on Flay of a Passage through one of the paths and, like, kind of hold, hold on, everyone hold on a second, and, and then, like, let people through? I, I didn't see that, no. So I... Oh, okay. So they do have that. That's the, that's kind of a problem for me. Oh, see, I didn't... We just... We got right on to the Fast Pass line, and I didn't notice any of that. So as you're walking around the park, what will happen is the people that are waiting on the non-fast pass line, it wraps around the park. Yeah, yeah. Um, and because the park is a little bit smaller, what happens is, is that there's some spots where cast members have to like break, like hold up ropes so that you don't walk through the line, which I don't know. To that's me, weird. that seems ridiculous. Yeah, that's kind of weird. Um, but I think it's a space thing more than anything, yeah, right? Yeah, well... I, I love the waterfalls. I thought that was... That huge waterfall was absolutely stunning. Oh, and coming off the rocks, too. Just all the water yes. coming off the floating mountains mm-hmm. and just... Yep. I, I, did you stand under the floating mountains? Because when I did that and I looked up, I was like, whoa, this is cool. Yeah, it was It was really cool. And and the nice thing is, is they definitely have isolated that area. That is for sure. You feel like when you're in there... Um, I could have done with about 30,000 less people, but you, you feel like when you're in Pandora, you're in Pandora. You don't even feel like you're in Animal Kingdom. Anymore. No, you can't. I mean, because you can't hear like people screaming from Everest. You you can't see anything no. other than Pandora. Um, mm-hmm. it's, it is. You're just completely surrounded and immersed in that. And they did- I, I really like the food area as well. Oh, yeah. I, again, I thought they did a great job with that over there. Um, I, I really enjoyed the land, but 
I was a little underwhelmed at the bioluminescence at night. Um, I don't know what I was expecting, honestly, but I was just a little underwhelmed. Not that it was bad, yeah. but I, I was tired and I felt like I wasn't <laughs> like, oh, wow, this is crazy awesome. I was just like, yeah, yeah, that's all right. It's kind of cool. And we walked around for, you know, a few minutes and go, well, what else is there to do? I've already eaten dinner, right? It's 10 o'clock. What, what am I going to do? I've already eaten every dessert there is in the land. There was nothing for me to do at that point, and I don't believe that the bioluminescence was... You have to see it because you have to see it, right? Yeah. But it wasn't like I was like, oh, thank goodness I came back. <laughs> but I was like, all right, I saw it now. It definitely so, looks cool know. at night. I, I can understand what you're it saying, does. though. But be, and, like, and the pathways look pretty cool lit up. Uh, they do. They yeah, do. But I know what you mean. And th- there's some interactive things you can do at night, too. I, You know, I just one of my cast member friends told me, like, you know, she gave me, like, these very specific instructions on something to do that would cause like all sorts of ripple effects throughout the whole land. And I totally forgot mm-hmm. what she told me. So, <laughs> so I went to do it and I was like, wait, which tree are we supposed to go under? And like, so there's all sorts of like little hidden interactive stuff in there that, Oh, that's kind of cool. I didn't know about yeah, that. Either. And see, that's the thing. It's, it's almost like a, um, I, I there's so many people there. I don't know how I could have, well, I think that's know. part of the problem too. I think that place at night with less people, uh, or even during the day with less people makes it so much more intimate and more it's just a nicer experience. And, and again, the fact that they don't let people, they don't force people to leave makes it difficult as well. I, I wonder if that will change. Yeah, I I don't even know how they do that, right? <laughs> they just go up to everybody and scan their bands and it's like, get out of here. No, they, they, <laughs> they, they close the park yeah. and then you have to enter back in for Pandora. Gotcha, gotcha. That's how they do it at other yeah, parks. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you're I know what you're saying, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, again, it, it was definitely interesting. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the food more than anything. I really liked the Navi River ride. Would have loved to have ridden that a second time, to be absolutely honest with you. It was so much to look at. Is, it was yeah. so cool. I felt like I was in the movie. Um, I felt like I was in the movie more there than I than Flight of the Passage. I, I could see that, yeah. And, and that, I mean, that one is so... Man, and that animatronic... Was that animatronics at yeah, the end? Yeah, that was an animatronic. That was crazy. I, I, I told you, remember? I was like, man, you're going to flip out at that animatronic. And, and it's funny because you go to Frozen, you're like, wow. And then you're like, oh, man, Frozen's crap. Like, <laughs> compared to that awesome. one, yeah. Because that one moves so yeah. fluidly. And it, like, it looks like... Oh, it was ridiculous. Yeah, it looks like somebody sitting there in a costume doing it. There's like almost no way you think that that thing's real, you know? Oh, yeah. That thing was awesome. It's, it was it's, awesome. It's amazing. It's, yeah, that, that animatronic at the end. But you're right. Like, that's the thing I like about that ride is it's got so much detail in it. There's so many, you could ride that ride so many times and notice something new every time. And that's mm-hmm. the great thing about I, that I would ride. fully agree. Uh, yeah, I'll be looking forward to going to see that a year from now um, and, and kind of, you know, revisiting the Navi River ride. Yeah, that's. I, I'm excited to ride that again at some point, too. Especially, you know, I'm sure once Toy Story... I even thought the boats were pretty nice. Like, oh, yeah. I thought the like the whole setup, like, every little detail... And I know that's what Disney does, right? But I felt like it was even above and beyond detail-wise in general. Oh, yeah. But that's how I For sure. It. And not to go off of Pandora, but even even on the Frozen ride, the queue line is, is fantastically themed. Um, just, like, when you walk yeah. through there, like, they... They really did a great job with that too. Uh, not to go off the tangent on that, but like you yeah. were talking about, <laughs> some of these theme, the, some of these queue lines are just amazing that they're doing. You know, yeah, the queue line, like I said, for in Pandora, they're they're very good, and I think they have to be. So a cast member told me that he had seen the number five hundred and forty minutes for Flight of the Passage. I didn't even know it went that high. 
<laughs> yeah, I, I didn't think it went that high either. So again, like when we when we try to jump online at thirty minutes, at thirty minutes, like oh yeah, I'll write it for now for thirty minutes, and you know, yeah, write thirty minutes. It's an hour and a half. You know, they have a lot of. There's a lot of things again that take you a little bit out of it. Like you have the people walking around with the signs, like end a line here. You know, hopefully that stuff will kind of go away. Yeah, I think as like the initial crowds and the hype in the beginning go away then yeah that that kind of stuff will go away like i enjoyed that there weren't like a whole lot of signs and <laughs> except that again there's two rides and i was like man where the heck is flight of the passage i can't find this <laughs> stupid thing there's no signs i kind of like that though so like i like the immersion part of that where it's just like oh okay this looks like it's probably flight of passage <laughs> you know yeah exactly yeah, it, except when you're trying to find your fast pass and you're trying to run your butt off to get there but yeah other than that <laughs> yeah no i Again, it definitely enjoyable. I'm glad I did it. Again, this was a short trip for us. It was more to see Pandora, and I definitely am glad that I accomplished that. But again, Navi River Ride for me was at a different level than anything I've seen from the Imagineers technology-wise and the animatronics. There's no doubt about that. And that, to me, was just quite interesting in general. I feel like I'm going to be playing something like Flight of the Passage in a few years from now um, in a Disney Quest type area, which is going to take away a little bit. But again, you have to have both types of rides, right? Star Tours is the same thing. Like you're saying, Star Tours, you get a rumble seat and, you know, maybe a little back and forth. And, uh, you know, again. Um, <laughs> I know what you mean. At, so, least, again, at least there's animatronics on Star Tours, too, though. Since <laughs> uh, there is. And someone's always a spy. That's right. right? You can't I've never gotten that. picked. I've always wanted to get picked. No, I've never gotten picked either. I wish I was a spy as well. I mean, that's what they should. Maybe that's what they should do in Flight of the Passage. You should be, you know, they should the, pick the, somebody the, out. <laughs> you should pick somebody out. Your, your banshee got hurt. You're, you know, plummeting towards your death. I don't know. <laughs> pull up. Pull I felt up. like I was a couple times on that. <laughs> so. Yeah, there was there was definitely a a spot where I was like, whoa, okay. Yeah, you're okay. like diving down into the into like the the river yes. into the woods, and it's mm-hmm. you really feel like you're really diving. Yeah. Yeah, and the, and the musty smell was was pretty on point. Yeah, right? the smells were good on that one too. The, the smells were definitely yeah. good. Um, the, they were definitely good, and like I said, the water splashing was it. It it was immersive, but again, when it's computer generated type stuff, which again the movie is right, so it's it's difficult to to say that it wasn't you being in the movie because it probably felt pretty much like you being in the movie. But I don't know if I felt like I was in the back of a flying creature. I felt like I was in a movie. I don't know if that makes sense or not. Yeah, I get what you're saying. That makes total sense. Yeah. Anything else you want to mention uh, before we wrap this thing up? No, I think that's All it. All right. Well, you want to get us started here? I can. Uh, so get let's us see ended. if you need, <laughs> yeah get us ended. So hopefully we have everything here, and you'll you'll be able to listen to this recording. And again, <laughs> you definitely want to fact check me because I just go off the top. If there's something that's wrong, that's fine. Just tell us about it. We'll mention it on the next episode and uh, correct it. Or if there's anything you want to tell us, how you hated listening to me in the beginning for so long. Whatever you feel like you want to do, you can send us an email at welcomehomepodcast at gmail.com. You can also go to the website at welcomehomepodcast.com. We have some information out there as well. Again, we're always looking for questions or corrections because they give us material for our next episode. So please feel free to do that. And you can find us on Facebook where I posted, I don't know, I think only two pictures, unfortunately. Welcome Home Podcast is our Facebook one. I do have a picture of the line at the beginning of the day, though. On Twitter, you can find us at Welcome Home Pod, and on Instagram, which I believe that's where Trevor will be posting his picks when he goes, will be at Welcome Home Picks. 
We would always enjoy it if you could give us a review on iTunes or any other service that helps us to get bigger viewership, which helps us to continue along. We are at episode 11. We'd like to do 311. I think that's a good <laughs> ending point. How's that sound? Sounds good to so, me. So please uh, let us know. And also, just in case anyone was wondering, I am going on a cruise, a Disney cruise in October. So I will have a lot of information. I'm going to overrun these episodes and make them talk about the cruises dvc or not be done oh, no we're, we're talking about the cruise we're, we're going to talk about a lot, a lot right before you go so that'll be a topic <laughs> um so and don't forget to subscribe to welcome home podcast so you can be reminded every time we release a new episode you can find our podcast on itunes google play music TuneIn, stitcher just about any podcast app that is available and uh, just a reminder to our listeners that welcome home podcast is for entertainment only we are not employed by the walt disney company and as such all opinions expressed on this show are our own so please consult a dvc representative a cast member uh you know somebody that works for disney uh, for more information or to check any of the things that we might have said on here today uh so you can find me on princecharmingvacations.com for your disney vacation needs and damon you can find me at bscKids.com for all your disney show needs which again tom we didn't talk about we didn't talk about ducktales next episode we'll talk ducktales next episode we're gonna talk some ducktales next episode even though it doesn't fall into our podcast theme at all but (laughs) we're gonna talk about it about some ducktales so uh join us next time for more disney parks discussion and of course some ducktales discussion and, (laughs) and disney vacation club talk uh we hope to see you all real soon this is skipper albert awal the voice of the jungle signing off from welcome home podcast on the dvc when we hit a chair how she can cuddle is no man's affair i looked around from pole to pole found her in a sugar bowl look out here come